Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I've been getting it since the taller, I keep dollars on my head. Been a real one, is my motto, hit my problems, I ain't scared. I put powder on my collar, cause she proud of what I said. I'm a leader, I got on follow, and my footsteps like the fish. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today? Hello, I'm doing good. Yo, you always say hello right before I'm done saying, Gabe, how you doing today? Every week I notice that. I'm eager to get going. (laughs) Because it's like the most unnatural part of the podcast. I know, that's the part I don't like. This is a stupid intro. Because it's like, how do you make an intro sound natural? There's like no real way to make it sound natural. Hello, at, least, at, least not, at least not a canned one. At least not a canned one. Yeah. Like, hello, Papa. Because normally when people are like, how are you doing? You're just, you just tell them I'm fine. And then you get to go on with your life. But if I do that on the podcast, then it's hell awkward. I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, well, things are great. Um, so I have to, you have to like come up with something so unnatural. So I'm like sitting there just waiting, like to jump <laughs> in. You know what I mean? Okay, what do I say? Like, how, do, how do I make my boring ass life interesting? In the middle of a pandemic, what do you mean? How am I doing? That's what I want to say. I'm doing terrible, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Tired of being a lazy guy <laughs> today. Um, I think I've kind of I've handled this pandemic pretty pretty well, just because my body's like assimilated to like the terror that is the pandemic already. So I think in comparison to most people, I did pretty. I'm, I'm doing pretty well, but I think I finally hit my wall. Like I was at the pharmacy yesterday, and the lady's like, "How are you doing?" And I just leaned in deep and was like i'm not doing well lady i'm i'm not doing okay <laughs> and she just like looked at me just, she's like oh, okay i'm like i'm i'm just not okay it's it's been nine months now I'm, i finally hit that wall like things are terrible she's like anyway here's your brain medication uh, <laughs> can, can you please go away <laughs> and then some lady was listening to me and she goes she goes hey I heard you. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, oh you my think? god! She's like, she's like, my son's not doing well either. Like, I just want you to know. 
there's other people here <laughs> that are going through what you're going through. <laughs> like, Thank you. <laughs> and just walked out of Steve on. Like, Yo, fuck? what the fuck was that? Oh so, my gosh! <laughs> I got the concern of two strangers <laughs> within 15 seconds by being honest with them. So <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how I'm doing. Uh, oh man. <laughs> So, yeah. That's so man. That's so awkward and just like <laughs> it's funny how that's such a formality. Like people are like, "Oh, how you doing?" Like obviously the generic response is, "I'm good." Like, but I always wonder, like, what what, what happens when you're really not good and you really want to vent? And it's like you can't really put that on the other person. You can't do what you just did in that situation. Like ninety nine percent of the time, <laughs> I know. So, but the thing, I have like a kind of good. Um, just because my mom and all that and been going to the same pharmacy for 20 years and I see them every week just from my when I'm home and that so I have like a decent like rapport with them yeah but yeah, yeah. it was a lady that I don't really trust that was it. and then the lady beside that like was just waiting for her stuff is what made it so awkward because she was like concerned and just pulled me aside and she's like my son's not doing well either like <laughs> you just know it'll be okay and I like and then I just walked through I just walked through the save on and I was like sat in my car I was like what just happened um so yeah I guess I guess I'm at my limit with this um I'm taking. I'm also taking COVID very serious, due to um, staying with my mom right now because yeah. she's like way more than I was anywhere else. Uh, I've like canceled plans. I just won't go. The places because Vancouver's got it the worst they've ever had it right now, and we're close to the vaccine, so I'm not going outside. I'm not risking it or anything. So it also makes it even more tough. Uh, like I'm trying not to go to the gym, even though gyms are still open, just for a while too. So. Yeah, it's 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 bad right now. That's how things are going on my side of things. So yeah. So wait, what's the deal though in Vancouver? Because you guys were you're not on lockdown, but you guys are limited in some of the stuff you can do. But some of the things are still open. Like you can still go to restaurants, right? All the classes are open. I mean, are all the classes and everything are closed? Uh, like workout classes and all that. I don't know what the rule. It's only. You can go to restaurants, but you can only go with one person, I believe. Okay. Um, you're allowed, I guess, most, and most of the restaurants have just closed anyways, or pick up only. Um, technically, there are ways around, but I don't think they make enough money for the most part, because you can't come in huge groups or anything anymore. Um, and now masks are mandatory everywhere outside your house, yeah. um, wherever you go. So Vancouver never really, after the first like month, never really got to this point. So it's, it's even though it's not as bad as some cities, it's still pretty intense for Vancouver, right? Um, you can only hang out with one person who's not, who you don't live with and that. So the rules are pretty uh, tense for right now. So, and bars all close, everything closes at 10 and that. Um, some of the rules are obviously just for show. Like, yeah, I feel but. honestly a lot of the rules I feel like are for show. Because mm -hmm. obviously schools are still open for one, so like kids are still going. <laughs> then there's restaurants. Well, at least for you guys, there's restaurants that are still open. Like the difference here is that, like, I think in Toronto, it's I'm not 100 percent sure about this, but I think malls are still open. I'm not too sure if that's factual or not because i haven't been to the mall since but i think malls are still open and there's certain things that are other things that are still open that are, are like fine like i heard that um what do you call it like small small gatherings in certain locations are fine and stuff like that but obviously you can't go to like you can't do like a gym session or whatever 
and it like i don't know it just doesn't make sense that you can have large gatherings like a school be open and not have a gym be open type thing yeah i mean like some of the prioritization doesn't make sense to me oh for sure and there's no there's no limits on like uh stores and stuff like that really like that's all up to the stores i believe yeah i'm just the only thing that's like here is the only thing's good is like everyone has some mass everywhere so yeah i mean but also i mean none of that stuff really affects me but yeah so because like, I could I, walk into a Best Buy right now and it could still be packed, and that's not an issue whatsoever. But I mean, I get it. It is what it is. Like I don't know. They they prioritize some stuff over the others. But yeah, that uh, yeah. this segues into our first topic. But before we get to that, uh, this is episode seventy four of the Pop Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah, the first topic that I did want to discuss because you we were just talking about it. The vaccine is developed. It is going to be rolling out in Canada, and I believe about a week or so. Uh, in the UK, they also had it roll out i believe this week or it's coming out in the next week a question to you is are you gonna get the vaccine though me yeah uh yeah yeah i'll get it when it's available for me i'm pretty um i'm pretty last on the list i would assume um so yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna like I, I, I don't want to take it ahead of other people. I want to make sure my mom gets it first and obviously other at-risk people in that. But when the vaccine comes, yeah, I don't care. Are you, are you kidding me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Like little side effects. Like, come on now. <laughs> come on. The so, life yeah. I've lived, I can't be worried about vaccine side effects. Like I've done way more dangerous stuff and put way more dangerous stuff inside my body. Come on. Yeah, your sexual history does not speak well for itself. Um, <laughs> okay, I wasn't going with that part, but, <laughs> but I, I was even put in my body. I put things in other people's bodies sexually, all right? I to, let's clarify this, okay? <laughs> you guys have all watched my OnlyFans. Yeah, come on. Oh, Anyways. Man. Yeah, I, I, let me, now I was worried about this. What 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 do you have to say? No, no, I'm not, yo, chill. I didn't even get to say what I was going to say before that. No, but yeah, how how it works is that first responders are going to get it first, and then people at risk like the elderly, sixty five and up, and stuff like that are going to get it. And then I think later on, when it's more available to other people, that's when that's when they're going to start rolling it out to the general public. Um, no, I'm going to get it eventually. I just don't want to be in the first wave of people who get it. Because my only issue with it is obviously, like, vaccines take years to develop and be approved of because of, like, side effects and stuff like that. And they're already finding some side effects that people hadn't been aware of. Like, um, some people are getting, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was either a rash or, like, something that was affecting their bodies from taking it, but only if they were susceptible to, like, certain things uh, i can't remember exactly what those were but it, you, i think it's like some kind of blood disorder um that was affecting with certain people because what they tested for was mostly people who are just like generally healthy so they didn't really factor in some of the other things that could be caused oh there's gonna be tons of side effects but they're gonna be minimum to like groups of people and um and like yeah there's there, there's gonna be like that's the thing is that being skeptical is fine yeah, yeah, yeah. with that you know what i mean 
but it's like the over the top is where like with the vaccine made in under a year, I fully get people who are like healthy and want to wait longer and that. It's just the people that completely write off the vaccine yeah. is what's insane to me. Like, of course, you have, like, given the history of society and stuff, like, especially with, like, the indigenous and black people being violated with vaccines and stuff before, I get skepticism for sure. Like, it's been a year and that. But um, but it's just, the, the problem is people take it way too far not understanding um, the side effects and how vaccines actually work. So I, I get being like, oh, I want to see it, like, for you, to be to wait months and that if, especially you don't really see your family or any like older people i totally understand that yeah that, that's exactly what i was going with it it's basically i just want to give it a little bit of a wait to see what's going to happen because like you said under a year when usually vaccines take like five to ten years to be fully approved and like do multiple testing throughout those years to make sure that it's safe it's just a, i'm just skeptical especially with the history that like the states has had like you said with indigenous people and black people taking vaccines in the past and them them being forced into certain situations and those situations not going well so i'm I'm only a little bit skeptical about that. That's why I'd rather wait. But obviously, eventually, I will get it when once once things have calmed down and we we find out that the side effects aren't too crazy or anything like that. So. Yeah, like I have a couple rants about this. Like I fully get it. Like I've been researching hard just about this because I've had free time and stuff um, the last couple weeks. And so one of the closest example to this is remember the H one. N1 um, virus scare, like, back in the day. Back Swine in the flu. day. That was, that was, Yo, that was like 2009, bro. I know. That's I was right about to say, though. That's the crazy thing. Back in the day is literally 2008, 2009. That's kind of fucked up. Because yeah. that doesn't seem and that long for back. me, but it is now. So there's, there's legitimate arguments that a few people from that, because that was a vaccine built very quickly. Um, and that, the examples, I think, like, one and 100,000 people or something developed um, a form of narcolepsy from it. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. That's, actually, that's actually pretty serious, though, because narcolepsy... Yeah, but, but so it's still, it's, still, it's still not proven that it was from the vaccine. This is 10 years later. Um, a few people... Like, I, I read scientific journals about it, and um, some doctors think it did. That's what happened. It was from the vaccine. Other doctors... Um, so there's real no, like scientific assurance but a few people feel like they got um narcolepsy from it um that's the closest example uh like polio and all those shots have never had side effects um honestly with with if i had like a one in a million shot of getting narcolepsy from from a vaccine this vaccine yeah narcolepsy is serious but i think i'd still like if it's proven to only be in like a few people i'd still risk that for getting the um, the shot because just of my family and that too um that's, Aww, so that's look, look at this hero that's the closest example and it's still it's still not scientifically proven and all these people are running around, like no like no one's like everyone who's talking about this is not going to do the work of that like before i have a conversation with you like none of them are going to actually look up vaccine effects are you are you that. shaking your adderall pills right now <laughs> no why <laughs> it sounds like there's something shaking in the background i'm not sure what it is though it's probably just me after taking the adderall pill so <laughs> but yeah so i'm just like that's where that's where I sit. I could go off for this. Um, there's going to be, I honestly get the hesitation 
and not being quick. But we, I think we do. It's getting bad. It's getting the worse it is in Canada. I think we knew we do need to move quick on this, and there might be some side effects. And I think you just, if you want to discuss the side effects, at least be like informed of what you're saying, not be like, well, it's people. Like I literally heard a nurse talk about how it's the government tracking you through vaccine but you're holding your iphone right there yeah, yeah, yeah. like come the, on now. the people were talking if about the nano chips or the microchips and shit like mm-hmm. that's not like that's not how they're gonna get you like yeah if they wanted to track you they'd already be able to track you and lots of people like so you're not gonna be flying to countries like internationally and stuff without this vaccine but if you're australia or something like that why would you let people fly without that vaccine? Like people are like, well, what about my rights? Your rights are you can stay home. You can't fly into another punch- person's country. Like New Zealand literally has like no cases now. Why would they open up the borders to people without the vaccine? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's funny, like these people don't travel because you already have to take five shots. Like they're like, well, well, they shouldn't tell you what to do. I'm like, you already have to do your yellow fever, your blah, blah, blah. Like you need five different vaccines just to get in the country already. And same with Canada, if you're coming from a different country and stuff. So it's like, come on, y'all. Like I, I, I get the hesitation and the skepticism, but know what you're talking about. If you're going to hesitate and be skeptical. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I assume when you're talking about this, you're we're gonna get conspiracy pop up. No, no, no. I'm not in the whole like your third eye was gonna open. <laughs> I'm not with the Americans down in the south who think it's like the antichrist type thing going on. So they're like not Bill gonna Gates do it. To... Yeah, like Bill Gates. Well, I mean, I don't trust Bill Gates with a vaccine. Like that doesn't that doesn't sit right with me either because capitalism reasons uh, reasons. Mm-hmm. And like there has don't, been don't billionaires. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Because there has been cases where there was like a vaccine in India where people like ten kids died from taking a certain type of vaccine out there. Um and it's like I don't trust I don't trust the capitalistic side of vaccines because at the end of the day, people are trying to make money off of this. So they they don't really care about what it's gonna do to a certain population of people as long as they can make money. So that's the thing where I'm coming from. It's not so much I think like the government's trying to control you type thing. I don't I don't I don't think it's that side of it. It's just more so the money that's involved behind it. And we know that once money is involved and there's a profit to be made, people don't care about other people's genuinely well-being. So like yeah, at, that, at that point, you're a number. So the people who were complaining about it in the States are the ones who fucking love capitalism, though. The ones who are complaining about the shot are the ones that made are like the same people who want healthcare to be based around profit and stuff like that too. So yeah. that's why I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I agree with you in that too and stuff, but if that was truly a concern for most of those people, then you, you would have like fixed your healthcare system where they couldn't have profited off it. So I don't know. I feel I, I'm not nearly as scared as many people. I won't ever shoot down anyone's skepticism, but if you're going to be skeptical, know what you're talking about for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that hundred percent. Uh, so let's move on to the next topic. Floyd Mayweather. Talk about forever too. So, <laughs> what the vaccine? Yeah, like just it's <laughs> insane, man. The amount of oh, I just I this whole the last thing, this whole Corona thing has really shined a light on me respecting dis or like losing respect for people. Um, 
and just like society at this point. So it's really opened an eye to be like, fuck, we are so fucked as like humanity. Like, yeah, so it's revealed the, a lot of stupidity. And in, in this the was the cherry on top. Like the, for me, it just it finished it off as the final move of like I've given up on humanity. So thank you, Corona. <laughs> I mean, there's also a lot of crazy shit that goes on with us, but yeah, we are a doomed species of a doomed species eventually. Mm-hmm. So uh, one other thing that's going into the coffin of humanity, Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. Uh, this is not Jake Paul who beat up Nate Robinson. This is his brother, his brother. Who's, who's also into boxing. He fought another famous YouTuber by the name of KSI, and he won that fight in a decision match. Um, and now they decided to do Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. This is going to be... Um, I mean, Logan's more of his height, so I guess that's why they didn't go with the Jake Paul version of this. Uh, but w- w- what are your thoughts on this? Like, I- I've heard, I mean, boxing was kind of on the decline for a bit, but I feel like in the past four or five years, it's kind of gotten a resurgence because now there's a lot more legit boxers. But the heavyweight is finally coming back. But, yeah, the, now so this is fun. now this has kind of gone in the back in the direction of boxing being a joke would you would you consider that because dana white came out and said that this is the type of things we should expect from boxing nowadays what are Uh, your thoughts on this matchup because this is nuts this is actually insane like a youtuber fighting the one of the greatest boxers in the history of boxing is there like yeah there's an argument easily for for mayweather being the greatest boxer ever and he's fighting a youtuber um for once i agree with dana white so that's a problem but i definitely (laughs) it it is taking I, i mean i honestly think it'll help like i think I think Logan Paul and Nate Robinson actually like help people be interested in boxing. Jake Paul, stick, man. Jake woke it, whatever, man. It's fucking all the same to me. Um, it's like, well, actually, like it'll get eyes on watching boxing more, but it definitely delegitimizes um, boxing and what they're trying to do. So I don't know. This is embarrassing. Is there going to be some sort of like handicap at least? I don't understand how this would work. So there's there's no details on what is involved in this. It's an exhibition match. That's what we know. So I think that's already going to mean it's not going to be something super serious. But yeah, I don't I don't know what the parameters are. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a straight up regular. It must be a big match. bag for net for um, Floyd to. Uh to be doing this so well yeah I mean, that's a that's another thing which is a little bit questionable so the last fight that we saw with uh jake paul nate robinson and obviously tyson and roy jones jr that garnered 1.5 viewers who paid for it and they paid 50 50 dollars a piece so 1.5 times 50 that's somewhere around the lines of 55 million or 60 million dollars yeah, and then you had another other like millions of people stream it and advertisements and stuff too. Yeah, so, so uh, a lot of people tuned in to watch that, and I'm sure millions more are definitely going to tune into this one. But it begs the question: What? Is, why is Floyd doing this? Like, I don't understand. He's I know he's had some financial issues apparently in the past, but he's still rich enough. So I don't see why he's going after this unless he just sees it as like an easy bag to just make quick money real fast. But yeah, quick money. Maybe I think it'll still like grow his brand perhaps. Um, 
So, I mean, there's uh, there's legitimate reasons. I don't even think he's in financial trouble right now. Like, he overspends and stuff, but I think he got his shit a bit back in order a couple years ago. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm guessing there's a team around them explaining why this works for him and why it'll work. The Bay's got to be pretty serious um, money-wise. And I'm, I'm guessing maybe just there's something else that he's going to try and do brand-wise with this. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know the specifics. I don't think anyone really knows what's going on and we can all just guess. Um, but money is money. And I'm sure if you could get promised nine, $10 million, maybe that's why he wants to do it. So who knows, who knows who's in his ring or his ear telling him why he should do this and that. But I mean, fuck those, honestly, those two brothers, though, they, they, they hustle. They've turned them having five fights combined between them into million dollar fights already. Like they're clowns, say what you want, but those dudes like hustle and know how to get the center of attention dear god um so yeah shout out that i mean you gotta ah, do i have to respect it you, they do it though so uh they, yeah i mean to an extent they're turning i mean yeah they're like they're like I they're, said, they're, they're legit becoming boxers so yeah that, that in of itself like, is respect they're getting fights and paid more like it must piss off other boxers too though guys have been grinding their whole life and these guys come in with two amateur fights and now they're already getting like the best fighters and getting money and shit so i can see how that's frustrating but that's what happens um good for them they got they're getting paid off this so i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna, i'm not interested in watching this either because but things I'm good. I have to watch it because then we're gonna. Yeah, about I was gonna that. say there's no way you're yeah. not, especially after the, how Twitter blew up on the last one. Yeah, like imagine if Floyd got knocked out. Okay, well I'll fucking eat my feet if that happens. But <laughs> I know obviously it's very dislikely, but yeah, there is you have, you, there is a chance though because in in boxing it just it just takes one punch, man. It just takes one punch. As, as good as Floyd is, and obviously he's one of the greatest. Like he, he's definitely one of the greatest defensive boxers of all time. Um, he's the greatest defensive boxer. Yeah, you, yeah, he's he's definitely up there. So obviously the chance is very minimal, but there is a chance though. So if, if he does, if he does get knocked out, like imagine what that does to his legacy, he, and imagine what the state of the world would be in on a night like that, like. Logan Paul, we have to like elect him the president or something. Uh, um, the, this is literally just twenty. I can't. Everything's stupid. Everyone's dumb. But I'm gonna. Yeah, I have to watch. Like, I, I, it's, I think it's just gonna be him getting roughed up in a boring match. And like, I don't think Floyd's gonna go and straight like knock him out. He's gonna entertain it, and then um, and I'll just like people will be tweeting about bullshit, and it'll be boring. But I, I can't risk the opportunity of possibly missing uh, another, another, yeah. Uh, yeah, another day or what? No, but not even like even if it's boring, Twitter's still gonna be live, yo. Like you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It's like not checking Twitter during the Super Bowl or something like that. So I'm gonna, yeah, everyone's gonna turn it, tune in, so and just get it over with. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a night where people are going to watch and it's going to be like you said i think floyd's really just gonna entertain it same way he did with um conor mcdavid no not conor mcdavid uh conor mcgregor, uh, conor McGregor. Fucking, yeah, yeah yeah i know I, I do the same thing all the time <laughs> i just did i saw a picture of conor mcdavid and then i was like where's all tattoos like what what the hell's going on all white men truly look the same to me yo honestly i'm not gonna lie okay beforehand when i was younger I was like, no, nah, that's not true. But as I've grown older, man, there's so I've seen so many doppelgangers. Like oh. I've seen, 
I have a friend named Dan, and I've seen at least three guys in Toronto that look exactly like him. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Why do they look so similar? I I always confuse their names too, like the four letter Kyle, Matt, like Dave, like type thing. I, like it's all the, I literally my friends are always like, dude, his name's not Kyle, it's Matt. I'm like it's the same thing, man. Like <laughs> it's the same it's thing. one <laughs> syllable name that's just like it's the it's the like it's so basic. Like Matt, Dave, Kyle, Ryan. Like what were your parents even thinking? Like honestly. It's such a basic name. Like they, you're the same person. They're like, oh no, that's that's like Ryan, not Matt. It's like Ryan and Matt are the same name. Tell me how they're not the same name. Like Ryan, yeah. Matt. Like it's it's the same thing. So and they all just kind of blend in together, white guyness. Like same thing. <laughs> they fucking work for their dad's accounting firm, and they fucking think they're interesting because they hike. Like same swag. Off. Yeah, like it's, you're the same person here. I mean, I'd love. If, there was two white guys in my podcast. How the Jamals are all the same right now. Cancel in a second. But Matt, Matt, Steve, Kyle, Brian, you know, fuck those names, man. Come on. So the same person to me. Connor yeah, McDavid, I, Connor McGregor, the same thing. Whatever. I refuse to give my son a basic name. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I mean, I don't want to screw it up too much either. But I, I really don't understand the like. You have all this like the wait for your child. You just name it Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what? So also, also, some names are just really weird to be calling a kid. Like, uh, imagine calling like like uh, I have a friend named Greg, but no offense to him. Just imagine calling a baby Greg. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just it's just so weird. It's like it's such an adult name or like an old person name to just call a baby that. It just it just seems so weird to me. Like, it's like my, dad, like my dad's name is Ronald. Like, imagine <laughs> like a one year old Ronald. Ron, yeah. Like, Ron, yeah. Ron, Ronald Reagan. Like, fucking like what? Like, you're just like, oh man. A one year old, you're just like, what is he? Fifty? Like, grow up. Um, oh. Yeah. So there's some baby names that are just so weird. But yeah. Anyway, I haven't even yeah got off track there. But yeah, the, the, if people thought 2020 was a shit year, 2021 is now looking much better, man. If we're starting the year off with a Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight, that shit does not sound like the year is going to get much better, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. How high do you think the suicide rate would be if everyone knew 2021 was going to be just as bad or even worse than 2020? Uh, like, what's it at now? Good, like, <laughs> what? What's the rate at now? <laughs> it's higher than ever before. I'll tell you that. So now think about knowing you have to do like you, you got to do it all again. Like at least we, we have the optimism and be like, okay, something good could happen. But if you were to know it was to be that shitty, I think like there'd be a huge uptick in like suicides for sure. Like another yeah. year of this. Woof, Man, woof. even, yeah, even I'm getting like fed up with, uh, with 2020. Mm, yeah. That's just, like all the, even like the happy people are over it. So <laughs> It's uh, this next year's got to be better. This vaccine's got to come quick. Uh, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. All right, next story. Chance the Rapper is being sued by his manager. Basically, the story here is that his manager had given him some advice on not putting out his album at the time that he chose to put it out because of the fact that he felt that it wasn't ready for people to listen to. And he had a lot of other things going on during that time, too. So he felt like he needed to focus on the music. Uh, Chance did not listen, and Chance wanted to put out his album when he felt like it which resulted in him, quote-unquote, freestyling throughout most of his project, which means that 
what it comes down to is that he he made the songs pretty close to the release. Like they weren't finished songs, and he just kind of like he, did the, the last. It was like a it took him twenty seven days to make that uh, album, which he's had there you years go. to be working on. Exactly, because uh, that was his that was his quote unquote debut album. Although we know that he's put out like other major projects before that, but that was his debut album and. For him to do it in 27 days is not a good look. Uh, so, yeah, he did that. And the album came out to a very bad critical reception. A lot of we people the did worst not. Ever. Yeah, a lot of people did not like it. They had high expectations. And once it came out, people were trashing it and calling it shit. I mean, it had a couple songs for, which you could play. But to be honest, it really was a here's the album. It, it came and it went. And no one really talked about it outside of giving it shit. So it wasn't. Definitely wasn't anywhere what people expected from Chance the Rapper. And because of that, he Chance fired his manager. So now his manager is uh, seeking claims on um, being paid appropriately for for his services. Because they tried to offer him 300000 but he yeah. wants $3 million, So um, that's the situation we're in now. Chance had to cancel his tour and stuff because the sales were so bad that um, so he didn't just lose out on like say album sales. The tours got canceled because because no one yeah no one wanted to hear no one, it. <laughs> no one wanted to hear it. Um, dude, but honestly, that year was like for Chance it was like he was Nate Robinson before Nate Robinson <laughs> because he was getting dragged hard for Hot Shower and like all those songs. That album being so bad. Um, so and like I don't know to add. I got into this, so I'll just add the details. Yeah, his manager's name is Pat, and like it's not the regular like Pat's been with him since he was blowing up. Like before, his manager's been with him since before even Acid Rap and stuff dropped. Like after his first album, they were just college kids, and Pat kind of made a new formula for him. Then helped Chance um, come up instead of doing like work on the album. They just took that that mixtapes and stuff and went touring with it and had a, a different approach musically that has been copied now by lots of artists um, and getting like hyped and focusing on the tour rather than their debut album. So that's why it came out so late, but it, it did work. And he got the attention of Kanye and he was open up for Gambino and he was up next at one point. Like, you remember that Papa? Like, he yeah, no, he was he was definitely supposed to be the next like Kanye. Like he was supposed to take. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was gonna say maybe, I was like maybe not Drake, but he was like supposed to be the next Kanye essentially. Yeah, like, he, he had a huge expectations. Travis Scott is right now essentially. Um, before yeah. even Travis Scott, like he had he had it all. He had everything, everyone with him, and all that. And then he went full God loving. Didn't listen to Pat like. So they've been together since before he even made his other albums. And the the manager even said straight up, this is not good. You can't do this. Like 27 days, people are expecting more. And uh, his father and brother are very hands-on with Chance's music tour, um, with music, his music, and kind of kicked Pat out before the album dropped. And Pat was like, this isn't good, which is obviously, as we can see, was the correct um, thing. And I guess Chance is just surrounded by yes men right now and uh, a lot of bad news and stuff going around him as a character in that and basically his career is it i honestly don't think he'll bounce back from this like he fumbled it harder than almost any other artist possibly could and i really think the dude will never bounce back um just like the, the the memes with his wife, I love my wife, and going full <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> going full religious. I love my wife. Yeah, 
yeah exactly going full religious and obviously not taking his craft serious i think i think this guy's career is done and i know pat's gonna win i don't know if you'll get the full thing but as he's laid it out he'll he'll win some money it Mm -hmm. sounds it sounds like he has receipts on what he said and like giving him advice so it seems like he's probably gonna win this case that's exactly it he has receipts and from what everyone's been saying about chan for the last few years it seems like people are vouching for what basically pat's story is i honestly feel bad like that was a bit a good come up story like it was it was um inspiring to kind of read right like this guy like dropped everything in high it was basically atlanta like you know the show with uh yeah yeah with yeah this the storyline there uh, it's basically that what donald glover fuck yeah yeah donald glover like just managing it and like and it was it was a good story and it's just sad to see that chance kind of seems like an asshole and uh i i I i'm done with that guy like i was after acid rap was one of my favorite um uh albums ever like for that like it was just so much nostalgia one of my favorite songs uh on that and stuff too and i'm completely dealt like i won't check out his shit like i don't care when he has a feature even I, colors three like, was really good too yeah 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 like so i just i'm but i'm just not interested in him he like you said he really sabotaged his own career like where he fucked up was when he started getting more vocal online and then he started tweeting a whole bunch of shit that he like shouldn't have been tweeting out. I remember yeah, even he, like even recently for the election, he was saying tweet. He was no, he was saying vote for, for who, Kanye. No, he was saying vote for who. Well, yeah, he did say vote for Kanye at one point, and then later on, he also had another tweet where he said vote for who your parents would tweet or would vote for. And I was just like, are you insane? Like that's people were just killing them in the comments, being like, Well, my dad's a Trump supporter, so why the fuck would I vote for who my dad is voting for if I don't want to vote for that person? Yeah. Social media has really exposed like your heroes for being idiots. You know what I mean? Like the, you could have this like mystery around these people, but so many people get in their own way because they get to talk and show their true personality. And Chance just seemed like a boring, stupid person. Yeah. Like straight up. Like you know what I mean? That like he's not interesting. He like before there's acid rap and everything, it was like, wow, this guy's got like character like rapping about doing acid wasn't in the rap scene really and like all that and but now just like and is he like he just gets dragged on almost every couple of months he tweets something or puts a video of him dancing that's like bad or whatever and it's just it's bad news someone needs to keep that guy away from social media just his whole apparently his whole god thing too apparently he's the one who got kanye into religion like that too so chance might well, be back reason- into religion yeah, back at, but like hardcore. Chance is the reason why we might have not got, got um, those two albums like that he got shelved for Jesus is King and stuff. So Chance might not only be responsible for the downfall of Chance, but he might be responsible for Kanye. Like, you know what I mean? So that that's where it, it's fuck you, man. Not only do you ruin yourself, <laughs> but don't don't ruin our boy. Like, I've Chance in his ear about God. God take the, could have taken away classic from us. So... I got beef with God and Chance now. <laughs> Yo, you got to fight God, man. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see you at the gates. I'll be the first guy. Be like, okay, buddy. Fuck, let me tell you where you fucked up here. <laughs> I, I do not condone this. But, but yeah, you got to fight God, bro. <laughs> I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. God. I get the pearly gates. Like, yeah, real, boy, real. Gone. <laughs> no, real quick before we wrap this up, I just didn't want to say, I, I can't say that he'll never recover from this because I've seen people come back from more. It's like if young bird can still have a career and guys like Tyga can still have a career, I can't say that he'll never bounce back, but yeah, it's looking pretty bad for him right now. 
so I really think I don't think happens. I don't think Chance wants to get out of his way. Like I don't think he sees himself as the problem, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at this very moment, but that could change, though. That's the thing. I know. And now he might not. But from everything I've heard, though, he's not going. I I get where you're coming from, but from what I just, he doesn't seem like a person who will admit that he's at fault for anything. You know what I mean? And until that, you can't really grow. I don't. I I just don't see. I I agree with you. Never say never. But from what I know about the story, and I got kind of into it, I don't see him getting out of his own way. That's that's all for me. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Our last story, uh, some sports news. James Harden was absent from practice in favor of the strip club. Uh, this isn't really surprising because we kind of talked about this last week, how James Harden and uh, John Wall love to go to strip clubs. Um, James, it seems like, because of the situation with the direction of the Houston Rockets and them not having management, it seems like he really wants to get out of there and he doesn't want to stay in the city. So that's kind of understandable and why he's taking this approach. Um, but it, it is like, like it's a bad look in general to not show up for your job and and like have a video of you at the strip club be the reason while the pandemic's for, going on. Yeah, yeah, that too, exactly. Um, and that be the reason for you not showing up to work. So it, it's a bad look, but apparently his options were Philadelphia trade with Houston, uh, which kind of broke down, but I think it's kind of coming back up now. So we'll see if that ends up going through. But right now it seems like he doesn't want to play in Houston. And yeah. um, I feel the only people I feel bad for right now are Houston fans. Um, Like I don't feel bad for Harden and I don't like the owner is an idiot too. Um, Yeah. Like he's the cheapest guy in the league and stuff. Um, and part of the problem. So the only people well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's. I don't think he's the cheapest. He's um, cheap. That he is. He, he well, no, he because he's the one who gave Chris Paul his contract. Yeah, but they still they still dumped other people. They and they and them. and during that year they kept a bunch of players. Yeah, but the, he he made it. He made it so they kept uh, got rid of people though. They, they he's the only owner that didn't go over the cap with like he got they signed chris paul but then he did some things to stay under yeah yeah but and I, he's, I, he's he's lost but here's the thing is though he's lost tons of money right now so that's why too as well like the last year because he's a restaurant guy so he's the poorest owner in the league right now so yeah, i wouldn't say year. but i wouldn't say he's cheap though i would just more say maybe he's either too cautious or he just made some dumb mistakes like i wouldn't say he's cheap. He, he meddles though a lot too like as an owner, like he is like gets in with Maureen, like he he's hands on too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, part of this. And like I said, I don't know who's like I said, Harden looks bad too. And none of us really know exactly like the percent to blame anyone. Like the owner, you know, you hear stories of both sides. So that's why I'm saying the only person I'm one hundred feel upset for because I don't know like how shitty like Harden's kind of pushed out of town, like Chris Paul, they said he wanted him gone. And now him people are saying maybe Westbrook too. And before that, Dwight Howard and him didn't get along and stuff. And we don't know exactly what happened. I'm just saying the only people we could actually feel bad for are Houston fans. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. kind of a shitty situation now. Um I don't Especially I'm not as some like, people are mad mad at Harden right now. So what's your take? Like how much do we blame Harden for this? Uh, I mean he seems like a common denominator in some of these situations, but at the same time, too, he also seems like someone who's chill. Like to me, uh, to me, Harden doesn't seem like a guy who really necessarily wants to win. 
it's always seemed to me like he just like he's just in it for the money type thing, which is nothing wrong with like if you want to play basketball just for the money, like you've made yeah. you can do that. When I was younger, I always thought it was about like winning and stuff like that. But as you get older and you realize you have like things to take care of and like responsibilities, I can understand a guy just playing for the money and then like living out his career and doing whatever afterwards. Um, but yeah, to me, it's always seemed like he's never really wanted to truly win just for the fact that when it comes down to crunch time, he doesn't really seem like he's really involved in trying to win the game or he'll make really poor decisions. And usually right after he loses, he's immediately in the strip clubs uh, entertaining some stuff. So that's not really that surprising to me. Uh, but I will say it does suck for, like you said, Houston fans, especially for being one game away from going to the finals uh, yeah. that year where they faced Golden State, but then they shot – 27 threes. I don't know how I don't know how you shoot 27 threes in a row and think and that's the move. And like, oh, yeah. like, how could you just like after like 10, how could you just not be like, all right, maybe we should drive to the basket and like get a two instead. Like you have, you had such a lead to the point where like, how do you shoot 27 threes? And it's like, at not one point, just be like, yo, like maybe let's go for a two or something like that instead of a three. Like inside out game change the defense like make them think otherwise i don't know though that was such a stupid situation but especially from being that close to the finals and fucking it up like that yeah that's got to be heartbreaking um, I, I thought i honestly I, I agree for the most part it always seemed like harden didn't care but then there's reports saying so for a while i thought maybe he realized now that like he's getting older, he wants a championship and wants to compete, and he realizes his career, like the way now he's got his money and stuff, his career won't look the same if he doesn't get a championship. And that's so I thought maybe he was getting kind of frustrated with that. So I was like, okay, maybe. But then to do that and then pull the Houston, the strip club shit and stuff right now, I'm like, that can't possibly be it. Like this guy is like, you know, I thought he was maybe getting more serious and he knew Westbrook couldn't, he couldn't win with Westbrook and he wants to be out. Um, but then he, his, the thing he goes and does is he doesn't report to camp and he's at a strip club with no mask and he could put the entire NBA at risk too. So I, I don't know what's going on with the guy. I don't hold. I, I just I think he really wants out of the city. That's pretty much it. He doesn't like the organization. He wants to get out. But, so, but that's what I would respect if he just was sitting out to sit out but like it's just a bad look with the Vegas and no mask and everything too. It's like, bro, um, so I, I, I Harden's a weird guy. Um, it's like he obviously, but the thing is, when you talk about like he always, he's an Iron Man. Like he's always playing, he's always competing, he's always scoring too. But then it just seems like he's lots of days ago. Like he's, it's a weird guy to judge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's an Iron Man, and like like he plays, he plays hard for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he play, and like he's he looks like he's almost out of shape, but he plays the most minutes and you know what I mean? And it's always going and stuff. So it's, he's, he's just a strange person to evaluate and say what he does or wants. And I'm not one of those guys that looks into it where if you, when you lose, you can still be hella competitive and not want to like end yourself at the game. You can go to the bar after, right? Yeah, I'm no, no, I agree with that. I just I'm think- not one of those people look, but hard, yeah, Harden's next level. Something you just, it's hard to get a read on him. Um, exactly what he wants and wants to do. And I mean, he apparently he's telling people that Houston has to be championship competitive, but they've been the most competitive team. It just, the fact that golden state was during that run, like they yeah. were literally one game away from the fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can, you, you can say the owner's cheap and Maury doesn't know whatever, but the fact is they were the closest, like, 
they came as close as you could possibly come out of like, you know, during that Golden State run. So you can't even really blame management, the GM or the owner and stuff either. Like that's not everyone can get fucking Kevin Durant on their team too, you know? So it's, it's, you can't really say they didn't make a competitive team. Yeah, hundred percent. They were they were always in the mix to be able to get to that level. They just couldn't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got him, Dwight. They got him, Chris. Like they, it didn't work out, but you can't really say they didn't try. Yeah. So I mean, that happens. The only, the only thing I'll say though is that. Um, oh, I forgot. I forgot my other train of thought. What I was gonna say. Um, Oh, yeah, you were talking about, like, him going to the club afterwards. Yeah, like, I'm not the type of guy who's like, oh, you got to go right to the gym after you've lost and, like, do that. I I just think the look on how he does it, because he goes, like, immediately after the game. Like, I think if I was in his situation, I would just be like, yo, let me take, like, a night to myself or, like, a day to myself and then start hitting, like, the strip club or, like, next week or something like that. He goes, like, immediately after the game, which is kind of nuts to me, but, I mean. Yeah, like, he was on vacation after they lost to L.A. that night. Like, he was already in, like, Cancun. Yeah, he immediately went. But, I mean, that's the bubble, though, so, I mean, that's a little bit more understandable, so. Yeah, I know, but you just have to also know, like, what it's going to look like. Like, you're in that position because you're getting paid like 50 million a year so you just have to know how it looks like two people around you like i i get it i understand I, i'm like the same way but you just have, like you have to be more aware so yeah, yeah. So, same way chance has to be more aware of his situation yeah <laughs> but yeah that'll that'll uh do it for episode 74 of the pop sculpture podcast uh thank you guys for listening as always continue to like rate review subscribe on all major streaming platforms it really helps us out guys we do appreciate it you can do that on itunes spotify google play soundcloud stitcher and now amazon music uh yeah we'll see you guys next week See ya. Goodbye. Oh, my tummy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.